Hi, this is Annie from the Smithsonian American Art Museum's Loose Foundation Center. Since 2011, we've hosted Loose Unplugged, a free monthly concert series that celebrates the work of local musicians. Now we're partnering with Hometown Sounds to bring you tracks from DC artists we love. For more on Loose Unplugged, visit americanart.si.edu slash loose slash unplugged. There you'll find a complete list of Loose Unplugged artists, videos of past performances, and artist interviews on our blog, iLevel. We look forward to welcoming you back to the museum once it's safe to hold concerts again. Until then, stay well, stay in touch, and enjoy these tunes from our neighbors in the DMV. Hi, I'm Sasha from Lotion Princess, and this is the Loose Listening Party from Hometown Sounds. I'm gonna stop trying, trying to get back to you. But you smell so inviting And I know you think I'm sexy too I know you think I'm sexy too It sucks that I want it so bad And I've been feeling that fire when I make you smile I'm sick for the touch of your lips I need a hit of that bliss Would you give me it? This is the middle of the night and we're fighting How come I want you so bad when you treat me like this You walk into the night, I know that you're spiraling It's dark in late July, let's call it off So we have the rest of the summer Fucked up Broken in pieces And I guess it's not enough To lean on me when it gets rough To lean on me when it gets rough It sucks that I want it so bad And I've been feeling that far When I make you smile Sick for the touch of your lips I need a hit of that bliss Would you give me it? This is the middle of the night And we're fighting How come I want you so bad When you treat me like this You walk into the night I know that you're spiraling It's dark in late July Let's call it off so we Loud. 
Welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Tony Pareco. I'm Paul Vodra. And that was a track by Lotion Princess called In the Summer. And this is the first episode of the Loose Listening Party. Which I've been calling the Loosening Party. Yeah, well, you know, you nailed it with the branding. <laughs> so uh, in the before times, we used to host shows at the Loose Center for Art inside the Smithsonian American Art Museum. Once a month, it was really great. And now, of course, that is on hold. And in the meantime, we are excited to bring interviews and showcases of some of the people that we would have picked and presented to you there. And instead, we're giving them to you here on this podcast. So our first guest is Sasha from Lotion Princess. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So for our listeners that aren't familiar with Lotion Princess, can you tell us the the origin story of the band and you with music and also where you came up with the very intriguing band name. Sure. Absolutely. So I started, well, I played music for all of my life. I took piano for 13 years, piano lessons, and sang a lot as a kid. But I kind of let that go for a really long time until I had a really bad breakup in 2016 and was kind of beside myself and just, I bought myself a... um a little synthesizer, started playing music in my bedroom. And I kind of had this dream just to have a band. So I started asking around to see who would join a band. And I found a few people that would join a band. (laughs) And um, one of those people was a downstairs neighbor and the other was a friend. And um, KP is that friend and now she's one of my best friends. We would see each other at parties and I kept asking her if she would play with me. And, you know, I said, I've, I've heard that you are a bassist and like, I really want to jam and I have some songs. And finally, I called her out on just like dodging the issue and dodging the question for a while. And she agreed to come play music with me. So the first couple times we hung out, we were just jamming. And then I started introducing some songs that I had written into the mix. And I had this upright piano at the the house I was living at at the time. So we started out, I was playing the upright. KP was on a an upright bass, like a huge, a huge instrument. And we had a drum set and we played our first house show on inauguration weekend in 2016. It was really intense. <laughs> and 
that was the inception of of Lotion Princess. At the at the time, our music was a lot more like bluesy and almost country. Like uh, I grew up listening to the Chicks and to a lot of other kind of like uh, I don't know, like Celtic music, and that definitely was what came out initially. And then you asked how Lotion Princess, how that name emerged. Well, we were just looking for a cool name and we were throwing a lot of different things around and uh, hanging out one day at my house where we used to practice and we used to practice in the living room. And there were seven people that lived at this house. So there are a lot of people coming and going. It's not like people would like vacate the space for practice. It was like practice and a show for the roommates. And I don't know what prompted this, but one of my roommates at the time said, Sasha, you are such a lotion princess. And she was referring to like my love of lotions and scents. And she was referring to my collection of lotions, really. And so everybody in the band was like, that's what our name should be. It should be Lotion Princess. And I, at the time, to be totally honest, was like, that's really weird. And (laughs) I wasn't that into it. But it was we were really still coming together as a group. And it felt like if everybody else was so excited about that, then I would roll with it because all I cared about at the time was just people being excited to be there. So... We went with it. And over time, I have learned to love it and a lot. But genuinely, it is just the name for me. And people call me LP because it's who I am. I am a lotion princess. It's like the lotion just rubbed in. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It absorbed. And now I'm soft and I love the name of my band. (laughs) So, Sasha, can you tell us about the other members of your band, because they are all also in other bands. We love hearing about how the various musicians in DC come together. Yeah, it is kind of cool to observe how people start working together and how creative projects come together. And, you know, DC has had, as you both know very well, I'm sure, like a really strong and amazing DIY music scene for so many years that has definitely changed over time. But when I was younger, in my early 20s, that was a big part of my life. And um, I loved going to shows and going to people's basements. That's what I mean by going to shows and checking out new bands and just like the whole culture around it. So I knew of Tommy before he became a member of Lotion Princess, I had recorded some backup vocals on an album of a roommate at that big house that I lived at. He was in Baby Bri Bri and The Apologists, which you probably know. Oh, we know. Oh, you know. Oh, you know. And then he started his own band. So I had done some backup vocals with Tommy at his studio uh, in Tenleytown. And I remember going up there and just being like, this is the coolest thing that I've ever done with my time thus far. And that's when I hadn't started making music myself yet. But so, yeah, I met KP at a party and uh, through different friends. And around the same time as... KP and I started doing music together. She and her house were also starting Born Dad, which is the band that she's in. Very different band from Lotion Princess. Such a cool band. Very different. One of my favorite bands to see live. (laughs) They're so much fun. So much fun. And 
We've played some shows with Lotion Princess. I mean, sorry, with Born Dad before. It's totally weird to like mash up our two bands, but also we have a lot of the same friends. So (laughs) it kind of makes sense for the people that are there to be like two in one. And Andrew Grossman, who is in the North Country, we met at a show. It was the band Nighttime Adventure Society. And... They were doing their final show ever, ever. And their lead singer, she was moving away and had this dream to write a Planned Parenthood musical that just sounded like so cool. But Lotion Princess opened for them and it was at Union Stage and it was like the first kind of like venue we had played at and was just like all around a really cool experience. But after the show... Andrew, and I don't actually think I've ever told him this. After the show, Andrew was like, came up to me and was talking to me. And he was like, really interested in talking to me. And I totally thought that he was coming on to me. Oh, my. I, I really did. But he was like, really genuinely like, complimentary of the set. He's a guy who really digs in. He does again, and he he can be serious, and he's very sincere. We've just thrown Andrew Grossman like four compliments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he deserves every single one of them. But yeah, so he approached me, and we were talking, and that initial vibe, I totally thought he was coming on to me, and then I slowly realized that he actually just like really loved the music and like really respected it, and. I remember him saying to me, like, I can tell you really mean it. And that's something I've heard him say a few times since that initial conversation, like not just about Lotion Princess, but about other music that he really loves. And so that's a really high compliment to get from Andrew Grossman. So he was like clearly a fan. And then we were looking for, we were looking for a guitarist. Oh, and record. It was to record on Take Care. And I posted on my Facebook, like I was looking for a woman or non-binary guitarist to record on on this EP. And he messaged me and he said, I am not a woman or non-binary queer person, but I really love your music and I would love to do this. Uh, and I remembered him when he like messaged me on Facebook. I like totally remembered the conversation we'd had at Union Stage and like how much he genuinely was invested in the music, like how it moved him. And he, I could, you know, tell that he was legit about this. And so, of course, I was like, totally. And he was on board. And that's when we went to Luray, Virginia, to record that EP and started playing shows with him. And he definitely changed the sound of Lotion Princess. And like every member that of Lotion Princess that came on board really changed the things. And of course, we were Lotion Princess before we were all four of us. But I don't feel like we were we were whole until the four of us were totally on board together um, and in it. And then Tommy, maybe we were looking for a drummer and Andrew knew him. I knew him and it just felt seamless. Clearly it felt seamless because I can't remember. (laughs) But yeah, we just, we played a few, I think we were looking for him to come in on some shows and like maybe not as a, maybe not like, you know, sign on any dotted line and like make a full commitment, but just play some shows with us. Um, And And yeah, he's just awesome and yeah, has been a really awesome collaborator and has recorded our last last three singles that we've put out. So definitely a huge part of the sound. So Sasha, can I ask you a question about In the Summer, the song we just played? 
Sure. So there's the lyric, you know, the summertime sad is the best kind. And it's been on my mind wondering, what do you mean by that? Well, Lana Del Rey said it first. That that was my follow-up question. Do you know the Lana Del Rey song, Summertime Sadness? Definitely. I think there's something about sadness in the summer that is better than sadness in the winter. It's easier to work with. You know, there's more opportunity to shake it off, to shake it out, to work through it and to feel through it. And the summer provides so much vitality and so much vibrance. It's easy to kind of get your spirit back in the summer and to celebrate life in a more tangible way. So summertime sadness definitely better than winter sadness. Autumn sadness sounds pretty good too. You know, just the leaves and the the pumpkin lattes and all, the, all those cozy things. But there's something special about the summer and kind of like nostalgic too about being sad in the summer. Like uh, it doesn't feel good, but it doesn't feel totally bad either. We totally hear that. So one of the things we like to do when we have guests on the show is ask them to bring some other music in the DC music family that they are into, that they want to help uh, showcase. So we've asked Sasha to bring a few tunes along. And what is the first one that you want to share with the listeners? So this song is called Rock. It's by Asha Santee. And Asha is someone that I've known through the DC arts world for a while. And I used to go to this monthly queer party. Asha would always be there drumming along to the DJ set. And I just thought that was so cool. And she was so cool. And then I saw her perform in her band Boom Scat, the Peace and Body Roll duo at a house show and had a CD from that show and had it on my car all the time. But this is her solo project. And I just really love this song. Cool, let's hear it. She called me when she missed me. She stayed on my mind. Be over in five. Put a rock in the door and let me in. Girl, want to be nasty. She know I don't mind Be over in five Put a rock in the door and let me in We wake up in morning Gossip one more time Be over in five Put a rock in the door and let me in She wanna look at me Put a rock in the door and let me in She never know about a thing 
too about the way she do the things she do So we fight good, we fuck good Done done some things we never should And it feels good to be single Man, fuck it, mix it, mingle You see me and I see you You love me and I love you And I wanna let the world know how deep for you My love go, but I tremble at commitment Try hard to be consistent This love connection is crazy Don't want door two or three Can't choose just anyone I see a rock prop don't do a one So happy over a fight Put a rock in the dirt and let me Put a rock in the dirt and let me That song was called Rock by Asha Santi, selected by Sasha from Lotion Princess. So Sasha, how have you been dealing with these crazy pandemic times? Yeah, 2020 has been bananas. And I think that bananas is the kindest way to to describe 2020. What have these pandemic times been for you in terms of self-care and just getting through it? Mm, Self-care and getting through it. Well, I have set up a little studio at my parents' house, and that feels like a big breakthrough for me. I've had a really hard time creating for a while, and actually, wildly enough, the Wednesday night before the stay-at-home orders went into effect in D.C. was a Lotion Princess show. So it's like... For many people that were there and many of my friends, the last thing that they did before everything shut down. So I have a poster from it, actually, and it feels like it's going to be like I already look at it like it's a relic from this time. (laughs) But I, I was living in D.C. with three other roommates. We have a really great outdoor space and that was a total savior for a while, we kept a, we had like a big piece of poster paper that we put on the wall and we wrote like a, it was like a collective journal. So each day we would write what we did and we would write our feelings sometimes from the day. Like That's really sweet. Yeah. And it was kind of at the beginning when things felt like temporary and it felt like, okay, we're going to keep this journal from this like crazy month you know? And then slowly, the saddest part was when it kind of started trickling off and people stopped doing it. And I was like, actually, this is going to be a while. (laughs) So being with everybody was really, was really great. Like having uh, a group of roommates and people that, you know, our little pod, I was really lucky enough to have not just, you know, a tiny little pod, but a pod of a house of people that I really care and their partners. So um, there was a lot of cooking. I mean, it's like pretty classic. Like there's a lot of cooking. There was a lot of cleaning and like getting the house in good shape. And then, you know, and then that gets like, that gets a little old and it starts to feel like what now? And I, so I decided to, and not to say that there was anything, you know, it's just like being in the same space all the day, all the time. You can love everybody in your house more than life itself, and it still gets old, <laughs> as everybody knows. I'm sure everybody listening to this can relate to that. 
And so my girlfriend was going to grad school in Boston. So I decided to come hang out here for a little while. And it's been really good because my parents have, you know, I'm from Boston, from Jamaica Plain. And so I've gotten to set up this studio here in my old bedroom. And that's like bizarre feeling, but also really it's almost like I'm healing parts of my teenage self by being here and like creating here and like being fully embodied in who I am now and getting to express that person through music in this little studio enclave that I have. So in the past few months, I feel like my creative practice has like started to grow back and that's felt really good. But I have to say like, I really, really miss live shows and that part, I mean, there's nothing that can replace that. So that still feels like it's really missing. It does feel like there's tremendous capacity to create right now because we so many pieces of our lives have been taken away. So what can you do to replace that? But I don't think it's that simple. I think that like in this time when we are in a state of fear and uncertainty and all of the emotions that are happening right now, there's a lot of numbing and it's hard to work past that and create. So to everybody, you know, that is creating right now, that's like a beautiful and amazing thing. And to everybody that's not creating right now, that is okay. And that is like, it's more than okay. And I think that we have to make space for everything in between too, because we have to just kind of be with ourselves every day and whatever that means, whatever we can do to feed ourselves right now, we have to pay attention to that. Thanks so much for telling that to all of us. (laughs) All right. So here's a question, Sasha, about your music. So much of your music is about navigating relationships. Um, Has the pandemic changed how you approach relationships and how you are making music related to them? (laughs) That's such a great question. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I think that everyone could say right now that their approach to relationships is pretty different than usual and and definitely to, to creating too. So between the two of those things, the answer is definitely yes. So before the pandemic started, I met somebody and we started dating and now we're we're still dating. <laughs> I'm in a you know, I'm in a serious relationship and I am in love and that is really different that for me. That's not something that I have experienced since I started making music. So, I started making music because of a heartbreak and then over the past 4 years I was making music about navigating the ups and downs of relationships that were usually pretty challenging in some way for me. And now I'm in a relationship that's really wonderful and nourishing. And so I have definitely been grappling with what that means for my music. Like I hear a lot of artists talk about like if I stop being depressed and actually get happy like is my art going to suffer you know and I feel like not exactly but that's a little bit of what I think about right now so it like begs the questions should I start writing love songs should I start writing happy songs like what's coming out organically and I have written some love songs and I have written some happy songs and then I also have written some hard songs about you know every relationship has ups and downs and every really every relationship has something that is gonna awaken inside you that's uncomfortable so of course, in in this one, the one that I'm in now, there have been uncomfortable feelings I have awakened inside of me and I have written about those. So it was really interesting 
the beginning of quarantine when I started writing about, I wrote a song that I'm still working on now, but it's like about insecurity and not wanting to loop somebody in to all that shit. You see it come up every single time and it'd be really nice if it just didn't come up, but it's going to come up. And this song was like about not wanting to bring somebody into that, not wanting to bring my partner into like all of the kind of the drama in my mind around my insecurities. So I wrote about this. And of course, like I've talked to her about this myself because we talk and we have a good, we have good communication. So she knew that was something that I struggled with from time to time. And it wasn't news to her, but it was still, it was still interesting to write about it and be like, all right, well, I'm going to sing this song. and like this, you know, this live Instagram or like show her the song. And I show her a lot of what I write, like just little ideas. She loves music so much. And she's like, totally would love to be, you know, along for the ride and the process of a song developing. And, you know, from the initial idea to the, to the end, she just loves to like, listen to every version of it. So anyway, it it was like an interesting experience sharing with her something that I wanted to share with the world that was about us. And very scary and also really cool that she was really cool with it. And, um, you know, she like lets me have my my art and like and in a way that I feel really free, you know, to make it without um, worrying you know, how she might feel. But it's kind of like a little bit of a new phase. Like if I'm going to write about us, then I, I need to have that conversation too, you know, before it goes out to the world because it's about her too. And that's her business. Yeah. So that was a really long answer to your question. Um, but my relationship with relationships has changed a lot in the pandemic because I've fallen in love. So it's been a really different experience for me from my the last four years of my life. And it's been a really different experience for my music. So uh, what is another song that you have brought to share with everybody today? So the next song that I want to share with you is by Knives Escobar and it's called Phantom Limb. And I knew about Knives for quite a while just through this music scene, but I had not really explored her music uh, too much. But then I um, did a series of live sessions with musicians from their living rooms for my work. I work at Six and I, which is a historic synagogue and a space for musicians and authors and religious and Judaism. And I did a series with artists from their living rooms and Knives was one of the one of the artists that I brought on board for that. And I totally fell in love with the music that she makes. So Uh, I wanted to share this one with you all. Gone, is it? 
That was just gorgeous. That was amazing. That song was called Phantom Limb by Knives Escobar. We didn't know Knives Escobar, and it's so cool when we get to learn about another DC artist. Yeah, she is super cool. You know, I really don't know a whole lot about her besides that I just love her music, and she seems like a really cool person. But, you know, that song really strikes a chord, I think. You know, I think that's like a real strong breakup relationship mood. Like I wish I miss who I was when I was with you. So I I just find her music like so, so beautiful and intense and relatable. And yeah, I that's about all I know about Knives is that she seems like a really badass musician. So you mentioned your affiliation with Sixth and I Synagogue, which is an absolutely beautiful place to see live music and many other things that they host there. Do you have any favorite memories about performing uh, related to any of the great venues in DC that you have been able to play at? Well, there was that union stage show that was like the first venue venue we played at. And that just felt so special. Like there were lights, you know, the stage was hot. Like you could not see the audience because the lights were in your eyes. It just felt so like star power. Um, And that was pretty significant. I don't think I'll ever forget that because I was also terrified and like kind of blacked out the whole time, even though there there were only like 100 people there. (laughs) Um, The show that felt the best, probably like felt the best to me of any shows we've ever played was at Dwell, which... Uh, was a DIY space in Northeast um, run by this awesome family and is still there, but it's just not a place where you can host events right now. I think they're working on getting their permitting, but there was a a weekend called Dyke Fest that was a spinoff of the Dyke March and there were performers all day long and there was a tattooist and are you saying you could be at an event and get a tattoo yeah totally so there were people getting their getting their hair cut there were people getting tatted uh just like people making art in the space and then just like a huge group of um folks like watching the show so yeah pretty cool right that you can get a tattoo while listening to music live music and I bought these bubble wands and passed them out to everybody so that like the air was filled with bubbles and it was super hot. Everyone was sweating. I was like dripping and sweat. But um, yeah, just that was like, that was the best I've ever felt performing. And I think it took me a long time to get there. It took me a long time to feel really comfortable. And I, I think there's something special about, you know, it being Dyke Fest, there, it being a room full of queer people and just feeling like so good in my skin and feeling so connected to the audience. And I I played a new song and I just looked over and my best friend was like crying in the audience. I was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, you should have warned me before. Like I was not prepared for that. But yeah, it was just a really great time, that one. So... While we're digging into the origins of Lotion Princess, I think we'd like to play another Lotion Princess song that I think you indicated was the actually the first Lotion Princess song. Mm-hmm. Sure. So from the EP Take Care, this song is called Poetry. Faces, faces and 
was a track called Poetry by Lotion Princess from their 2019 EP, Take Care. Beautiful stuff. So to the extent that you might know, what does the future hold for Lotion Princess? You've put out uh, a small handful of singles this year, you know, one every few months on Bandcamp, and you're writing some new material now. 
So what what can you tell us about what's coming up and what do you totally not know and are just going to figure it out when it happens? That's a great question. We are working on a lot of new stuff right now. And we had a big breakthrough last week, I think, for us, which is that we started a Slack workspace together. Oh, I love Slack. I've never used Slack. I don't use it for my job my day job. So I have never used it before, but it's pretty cool. And I think it's going to be a great tool for us to, you know, we've all, we're kind of figuring out how to work remotely together and how to create when we're not in the same space. And we're working on everyone getting set up to record from their homes and we're almost there with everybody. And then we're using Slack to work on songs. So we have a channel for every song that we're working on and then we can talk about talk about it there. And that's new for us. Normally you just bounce things back and forth over email, but you know, an email chain can get really lost and things can get lost in there and buried. And this is I'm really excited about Slack right now. I'm like pretty pumped about this as a tool for us. So yeah, I hope that we will have some new stuff to put out soon and keep releasing singles and you know the future of Lotion princess live live shows definitely depends on the future of live shows in general but we were gonna go on tour in march before everything shut down and it was gonna be just a small little east coast tour but i was super excited about it we were gonna hit the road in tommy's dad's girlfriend's van what a connection i know i know it was sick van it had like mauve colored velvet cushions on the on the seats on the inside and it had those seats that you could like swivel them so they were everyone gets a dvd player yeah well well there was actually a a little tv yeah anyway it was really sick it is really sick and i hope that we can take it out on the road someday but we'll definitely reschedule that tour i'm just not sure when that's going to happen in terms of being in person together I think we might try to rent rent a cabin somewhere and you know have a weekend of creating together or recording depending on what stage we're at when that happens but yeah I feel like for a while I was feeling pretty frozen up as far as like where do we go from here now that we're not able to be together and I feel like the gears are turning again and I'm pretty excited about the future and then you know hopefully we'll have an album to put out sometime in the next year or so. I don't know. We have a lot of songs that we haven't recorded. So um, hopefully we can get some of those some of those ideas into the digital world and get to share them with, with everyone that way. That's so wonderful to hear, Sasha. So, Sasha, so I want to ask you kind of an out there question. Like, just, just think on it for a sec. But if a sandwich shop opened that made sandwiches named for DC bands... What would be on the Lotion Princess? Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's on your sandwich? What's on your Sammy? It's going to be really hard for me not to say tuna fish, but I just don't feel like that's a good fit. But it is my favorite sandwich. It really <laughs> is. Tuna and mayo? What's wrong with that? Celery? Make it crunchy? Literally nothing is nothing is wrong with the tuna and mayo, but I just I don't feel like it's the Lotion Princess sandwich. It's a, it's a little lotiony, I'll be real. It's a little <laughs> Yeah, mayonnaise mayonnaise is a little lotiony. I'm totally hearing you on that. But I feel like it'd be more okay, like an avocado. Avocado is also really lotiony. So I'm picturing like 
an avocado and brie and apple. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe with a little Dijon mustard. Why not? But it needs some like dark greens. I did I forgot about the darkness. It needs some like, you know, some like really deep green roughage in there to kind of like give you give you a little visually that darkness. But you know, you also just like need a little crunch. You sure do. <laughs> oh my. Now I want that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the sandwich you want to make. Yeah, exactly. So Sasha, where can you tell the fine listeners of this podcast, where can you tell them to go to follow all the goings on with Lotion Princess? Lotion Princess has an Instagram. It's lotion.princess. And that's where we keep, we update on pretty much everything. And then also we have a Facebook, Lotion Princess on Facebook. We have a cool video up there, actually, something we recorded over the summer. It looks so nice. Oh my goodness. It looks, it looks so good. Thank you. Oh God, it was such a bright spot in the summer. And then you can also follow us on Spotify. Um, and then if you follow us, then you'll get notified when we have new songs and updates and then Bandcamp. And we're also on SoundCloud and Apple Music and YouTube, anywhere that you want to stream music will be on there. Sweet. So we'd like to leave everyone with one last song that lotion princess has selected from the dc music world and tell us what the last song is that you've chosen the last song is called lonely sometimes and it is by oh he dead one of my favorite dc bands they are amazing we love them we've had them on this show it's great we're we're playing them again (laughs) yeah have you gotten to see that band live i have I've seen them live and I've seen them on the internet a lot. I've definitely like spent a good amount of time like looking up everything that they have on the internet just because I couldn't get enough. They're, they're kind of internet famous now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think all that remains is for us to thank you very, very deeply for coming on the Loose Listening Party and sharing all the great stuff. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun to talk to you guys. All right. Please stay safe. Keep up the recording. Keep up the writing. And go see live music as soon as we can. And we will see you all next time on Hometown Sounds.
When you're coming home, I can't reach your phone. Must have called a thousand times. All the times we had, now you treat me bad. But I always will love you the same. To the moon and back, maybe just like that. You don't take me serious. And that's why I get lonely sometimes. Thinking about the reasons I don't feel you next to me. That's why, that's why I get 